Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. All right, overnight crowders, now being the start of the week, it is our turn to switch over and look at everything across South Australian sport with our very own colleague, SENSA's Paul Bonser. But... Being the start of the week, we always have to start with someone's moment of the weekend. Now, before I introduce him, I'm going to take a punt of what might be his moment of the weekend. Rochelle looking for a free kick. Walker tried to feed the handball to Rochelle. Jimmy Webster just held up and he's going to get the free kick here. Rochelle, high tackle from Wilkie. So he's about 55 from home. He put his head over at Bob's, didn't he? He certainly did. He's going to swing around. Kicks from 52. Josh Rochelle goes bang! And puts the Crows back in front. What a goal! There's the goal of the day. For host plus, that's a plus. Josh Rochelle, take a bow. Paul Bonzo, welcome back to the overnight crowd. Have I nailed it? Is that your moment of the weekend? An AFL calling debut, if you don't mind. Uh, G'day, Wal. It certainly (laughs) is. Um, I had an absolute ball and... uh, I was an AFL rookie at the ripe old age of 55. Um, (laughs) It was fantastic. I'm exhausted, but I had a great time on Saturday and uh, very privileged to fill in. I'd like to thank Kim Dillon for being sick. Um, (laughs) He's back on his feet again today, so that's okay. But um, yeah, look, had a great time calling with Miles Fitzner and uh, Daryl Wakeland, the a uh, 200 gamer from Port Adelaide. So, uh, yeah, just had an absolute ball. Great game of footy, the Crows and the Saints, and then we'll touch on that shortly, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm glad I nailed it, but I, I thought when you messaged me and you said you've gotten the call up, I was super excited for you. I may have even plugged it across the weekend and given you a shout-out, but look, the dulcet tones and the excitement level. Great work, great call. Yeah, first time I've heard that audio, Jen. I'll have a listen back to that. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Hopefully they'll ask me back again. Oh, he's hoping. Not that you want someone to be sick, Bond, but you've shown what you've got capable. No. So, uh, look, I know we, you call Sandful every weekend, so you've been serving the apprenticeship, so to speak. So I do hope that it's the first of many for you. Thank you, Wal. Uh, yes, had an absolute ball. But let's get on to yes. the results from the AFL this weekend. We'll start with Port playing Geelong in Geelong at uh, GMHBA Stadium. The Port Adelaide led at halftime by a point, and they had a really good first half, maybe wasted the footy a little bit, but uh, in the end, um, Geelong were just too strong. They came out in the third quarter, kicked five goals to one, and sort of split the game open. Cam Guthrie, one of my favourite footballers, he had 30 to 37 disposals and 12 score involvements for the Cats. Uh, but it was really good to see the game of Kane Farrell. He was the best report. He's had some injury woes over the last couple of years. He had 460 metres gained, 18 disposals, and kicked a couple of goals. So a uh, great game from Kane Farrell. Probably his best game for the power. A tough game always to play Geelong away. And, look, we've had a Port Adelaide run of victories after their, their run of losses to start the season. Is this just a good little uh, reality check and, and move on from this and go again for next week? Look, it, it, it makes it hard. They have to win one they weren't supposed to win uh, in, the few, in the next coming weeks. Um, good news for Port fans is that Charlie Dixon got through the sample game in Loxton yesterday. Uh, he looked fantastic, and I'll talk maybe a little bit about him 
mm. as well. But I, I would be very surprised if Charlie Dixon's not back in the lineup against Essendon this Sunday when they uh, take on the Bombers at Adelaide Oval. Okay, so another, as you said, they need to win a couple that they're not expected to to stay alive probably in the season as it progresses. Sitting in 11th at the moment, their crosstown rivals, Adelaide Crows, down at 15 with uh, three wins, seven losses. How did you make this game? You watched all of it, so there's no one better to ask, but what would you take out from this game? Well, most of it's a bit of a blur, to be honest. <laughs> just scared my head was in the clouds, but no, it was okay. Look, it, look, Adelaide, again, probably should have won the game. They, mm. kicked, they kicked poorly. They had some big opportunities in front of goal, set shots that they missed. So they just left the door open to St Kilda. Uh, the Crows led by 11 points at half time. Um, for the Saints, Max King was unbelievable up forward, six goals. He was just too... Too big, and Daryl Wakeland said before the game that he just worried about the height of the Crows' back line, and you know, with Marshall and Ryder going forward, and then Max King down there as well. They just were a little bit short, they had a couple of defenders missing, and and in the end, that, that probably proved to be the case. And the uh, Saints kicked eight goals in the last quarter to have a get a twenty-one point win in Brad Hill's two hundredth game. Yeah, right. It'd be a big milestone game for Brad Hill, who sometimes is a bit, I guess, much maligned or criticised, but seems to be finding a really good patch of, of football across this year and part of the reason St Kilda are up and about. Yeah, uh, certainly, certainly, and you know, a great player for the Hawthorne Footy Club as well. Um, so good to see him getting some, playing some good footy again at, at the Saints. Brody Smith was great for the Crows, 28 disposals, 600 and 60 metres gained on the night. Um, Shane McAdam looked good again up forward. Mm-hmm. And for Crows fans, Riley Thielthorpe back in the side this week, the number two draft pick from last year. Um, he faded a little bit in the second half, but some of the things he did in the first half, Crows fans would be very excited. He's going to play a big part in their future, Riley Thielthorpe. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what about if we touch on the fact that it's Sir Doug Nichols' round, or fortnight, let's call it, uh, home mm. ground being Adelaide Crows. What did you make of the the spectacle, I suppose, in the moment where we get to celebrate, educate, raise awareness? And, yeah, it's a spine-chilling couple of weekends usually. It is. And we all love mm-hmm. we all love this round. And, and a lot of people come out and say, oh, they should wear these Indigenous jumpers all the time. I disagree because I think it highlights it more when, when you bring them in for special occasions. So like we have. And, and the designs this year are, are out of this world. They're fantastic. We all love them. I hope the club sell thousands of them. Um, but uh, it, it does highlight the need to keep working on um, reconciliation and, and just to acknowledge the massive part that the Indigenous players make in our game. So uh, fantastic. Hats off to the AFL and to all the clubs for the way, the way they embrace this couple of weeks. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, moving on to Sandful update, and I know you wanted to speak more about Charlie Dixon and his form at Sandful. So, yeah, away you go. Give us, a, give us a Sandful update, mate. Yeah, no worries. I'll, well, I'll quickly go through the scores. Adelaide had a big win against the Eagles on Friday night. Dan Menzel continued his good form. He kicked five. But the, the best man on the ground was Riley O'Brien. So, for Crows fans, he had 37 disposals, 42 hitouts, 13 clearances, and a goal. Uh, from the big <laughs> Crows Ruckman. So um, they were saying it's one of the best performances from a Ruckman in the sample for maybe 10 years. But uh, he was unbelievably good. 
and uh, the Crows are six and one in the sample and flying. Um, Norwood defeated Centrals on Friday night. We called that game, and and Norwood just a bit too strong. Glenelg defeated South, who was struggling. And bad news for South supporters: Bryce Gibbs, the McGarry medalist, has uh, going in for a shoulder operation this week, and he'll miss the next twelve weeks. Oh no! So the struggling South Adelaide news just gets worse for them. North Adelaide made a big statement against Sturt. Uh, this was probably the game of the round. It was before the round started. It was one playing two. And North Adelaide won by uh, 50, 56 points. So they smashed them. Yeah, kicked so 17 Very big win for North Adelaide. Mm. Yeah, great win. And uh, yesterday I drove to Loxton to <laughs> call the Russell Ebert tribute game. There was a massive crowd at Loxton. The facilities there are unbelievable for a country ground. It was first class. Hats off to West Adelaide Footy Club for taking the game there and but Loxton is their region, and uh, in the end, Port got out to a four-goal start in the first 10 minutes. They kicked four goals in the first 10 minutes, and then West Adelaide sort of ran with them for the rest of the game, but Port won the Russell Ebert Cup, 105-81. to But as I mentioned, yeah, Dixon kicked three. He looked fantastic, um, and he sat out most of the last quarter. They went, that'll do you, Charlie. Come off before you get injured. Uh, Xavier Dersma had a very good game as well, and he won the uh, Russell Ebert medal as well. So uh, good signs for Port Adelaide Footy Club with uh, some of their big guns performing well at sample level. Yeah, that's always good signs when you know you can bring up some troops from the, the level below, uh, which is great news. And the Sample W, uh, what's happening in there? They're in, they're in finals time at the moment, aren't they? We started to talk about that last week. Yes, so grand final coming up this Sunday, uh, which you will hear on SCNSA. Oh, cool. uh, it's North Adelaide taking Sturt. Sturt won the prelim over Glenelg, so uh, they lost the semi-final to North Adelaide. So it'll be one playing two in the grand final. It's Sunday at one thirty. I'm calling it with Courtney Cramey, the ex-Adelaide Crow. So uh, we'll uh, be there on Sunday at Norwood Oval or Cooper Stadium. Oh, and the other games for broadcast this weekend... Nord and the Crows on Friday night and then Centrals and Glenelg on Saturday. So three games of footy this weekend for me as well, Well, Oh, busy, busy weekend again. You're going to have to shut up shop after this chat that we're having. No words spoken for you for the rest of the week. Save that voice. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It might be a good idea anyway. Uh, <laughs> we all know someone who will say, agree. People around me might think that's a good idea. <laughs> Yeah. Um, moving on to some cricket news in South Australia. There's across Australia, we're getting um, news of WNCL squads being announced. Obviously, we've touched on some of the the men's domestic squads as well. But some news with a, a real stalwart and veteran of the game over in South Australia. She has decided to hang up the cricket spikes and the keeping gloves. I just wanted to give a shout out to Tegan Farland. Fifteen years with the Scorpions. Uh, great personality, a great player. She's put her heart and soul into the Scorpions program for 15 years. And, uh, yeah, she retires after 86 games with the Scorpions. So congratulations on a fantastic career, uh, Tegan McFarlane, and also you know, plays with the Strikers as well. So um, it'll be sad to, to not see her behind the stumps, but it mm. gives someone else the opportunity. Yeah, a real uh, legend of the game and a, a fellow wicketkeeper who I, I totally respect her career. She's done amazing things over in South Australia and for the, the strikers as well. Wait and see what's next for Teagues. Uh, so we know your moment of the weekend was, of course, your AFL calling debut, which was awesome and very special. I did have... I have a, a runner-up, though. <laughs> yeah, okay, hit me with it. 
<laughs> the mighty Hawks had a win over the Lions. How good. I so, thought it might um, that. Great to see that. <laughs> but Jeff. no, my highlight is definitely, my personal highlight is me uh, getting to call the Crow Saints game. And uh, yes, my, I guess, happy place highlight is the Hawks having a win. You've had a brilliant weekend, Bonds, and it was great to uh, have you on the overnight crowd again. And thanks for, for joining us on uh, even exhausted, but top notch once from you again. Thanks, Walt. See you next week. Have a great week, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Paul Bonzer joining us from SENSA, having made his AFL calling debut. That's his moment of the week. Obviously, start of the week, we always chat, what's your moment of the weekend? We know Paul's and his runner-up. What are yours? Get in touch, one 736 736 or on the text line, 0433 98 11 16. Let's talk again soon here on The Overnight Crowd. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.